as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You are listening to 1% or less with him on his hard line. Thank you for joining us. Let's get started. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning and happy Sunday. Happy Resurrection Day. It is April 17th, 2022, and he is risen indeed. So today's devotional, I was a little disappointed when I was looking in here, which I guess I shouldn't have been surprised. I figured they would have something from like the book of John or something like that, especially on this Sunday. But um, we're going to read the devotional and then I'm going to read John chapter 20 verses 1 through 23 because of the day that it is today. So first, the devotional. The title here says the most frightening passage. And it says, but it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. And that's Deuteronomy 28, 15. Now, oh, you know what? Hold on a second. Maybe they do have something here. They were. Let's see here, Luke 18, 1 through 30, because I was going to do John. Let's see here. Luke 18, 1 through 30. Bear with me. It says, let's see here, Luke 18, 1 through 30. Oh, no. Okay. I thought it would be something more related to the resurrection. I'm a little surprised. Anyway, so continuing on with the devotional before we get into John chapter 20. And the author writes, I can't read this passage without being filled with dread. One reason is because we can see many of these things happening among the nations. The judgments of God upon sinners is breathtakingly terrible. But the terrifying judgments give us an insight into how exceedingly evil human nature is. But underneath the evil... Our frail human beings, we cannot point our fingers and say that the unsaved deserve wrath without having our hearts break with compassion for them. This is because we know that our that but for the grace of God, we would be walking in their shoes. May God have mercy on them as he has on us. Father, my heart trembles for fear of you and in fear for blind sinners. Indeed. All right. Now, because of the day that it is today, Easter, which I don't really like using the word Easter, after much research and, you know, the whole thing with Easter eggs and the bunny and the coloring of eggs and the, there's just, there's too much paganistic um, symbolism with Easter and it, it seems to be more about the baskets and the eggs and the dinners and not so much more, not really that much of an emphasis on 
the reason for the season, which is the resurrection of Christ. So we're going to keep that alive. And with that, we're going to read John chapter 20. And we're going to start with verse 1 going all the way through, I believe, 23. The empty tomb. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial clothes there but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial clothes there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. And the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned home. Then you got the appearance to Mary of Magdala. But Mary stayed outside the tomb, weeping. And as she wept, she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet where the body of Jesus had been. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus there, but did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was the gardener and said to him, Sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabbani, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary of Magdala went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord and what he told her. Then the appearance to the disciples on the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where Jesus, where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced, and they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, his breath he breathed on them and said to them receive the holy spirit whose sins you forgive are forgiven them and whose sins you retain are retained and that is the reading of john chapter 20 verses 1 through 23 this is one of my favorite holidays and i don't even want to call it a holiday because a holiday to me is a pagan thing to to be honest with you, I think it's very, um, it's just non-Christian. I don't want to even call it a holiday because a holiday, when people think of holidays, people think of days off and vacations and gorging their stomachs full of food. I, I, I don't, I don't like to consider, you know, what's a holiday <clears throat> hallmarks, you know, made up days like Valentine's day or, um, 
or like say like Labor Day, right? Like those are holidays. But like when I think of Easter or the Resurrection Day, right, or the birth of Christ or Thanksgiving, right? Even though that's not really religious, it's just, you know, it's a day that everybody should be, you know, gathering around and really giving gratitude for what they have. And so with Easter, or the Resurrection Day, I should call it, I love this day because it's the, it's the day that Jesus really shown that, because he did say, I will rebuild the temple in three days. And what happened? Well, he, the temple, Pete, everyone kept thinking the temple was the big church that, you know, that right, the massive temple that took, you know, decades, you know, a lot, you know, tons of, I forgot how many years it said now, forgive me for, like I said, I'm not a biblical scholar, so I don't remember these things right off the cuff, but you know, the Pharisees and Sadducees, when they said, I will rebuild the temple in three days, they were thinking of the actual structure that took dozens of years, decades, right, to build. But what Jesus was talking about was the temple within himself, the body that he will raise up from the dead. That's the temple, the temple that we all have. We all have our own temple. And because our body is a temple, that is the reason why we have to invite Christ each and every day into our hearts inside of our own temple. Which is why we have to do our absolute best to take good care of our bodies. And yes, I'll admit, I am not the best myself. Like I said, I like to enjoy a margarita or two at dinner. I like to enjoy a cigar. Is that me taking care of my body temple to the fullest? I would probably venture out to say no. Do I like to eat sweets that have buttercream frosting on them? Like on cookies? Yeah. Is it good for me? No. I also need to do better myself. I am not exempt. And so back to the body temple. That's what Jesus meant when he was talking about rebuilding the temple. And he raised on the third day. And forgive me, that a lot of this is kind of my... I don't want to say my own thoughts. It's not my own thoughts, but like kind of my perception. And I may be misspeaking in some areas. And, and if I am misspeaking in, in certain areas here when it comes to the Bible, please, I encourage anybody and everybody to email me. I will always say this to folks. And um, there's a lady within my county assembly that often listens to my podcast. And, you know, if I say something that's maybe uh, a slightly unfactual or completely unfactual or maybe a little askew or maybe I'm missing a fact in general, that's important. She'll text me and say, hey, just by the way, I listened to this podcast and you're seeing this and so on and so forth, right? And then make the correction or edit or whatever. And I'll say, yeah, duly noted. Thank you. If I say something that seems or sounds, you know, questionable, email me. It's jmjdirect at hishardline.com. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I take no offense to that because I'm humble enough to know that I don't always have it right. And sometimes I misspeak and sometimes I misremember or the combination of the two. I mean, it's easy to do when you're doing podcasting. So I encourage anybody and everybody, if you hear something incorrect, please let me know because I don't want to be incorrect. I really don't. I want to make sure everything that I say is factual and, and, and truthful. So I say all that, <clears throat> excuse me, to say this. At the end of the day, Jesus came down from heaven, from the kingdom. He was given to us as a gift. 
to fulfill a prophecy. And that prophecy was to die for our sins because because animal blood, which was used as sacrifices to, I guess, you know, as, as offerings to hopefully, you know, wash away the sins of, of, of humans, which obviously it cannot, cannot be the, the blood of animals are not strong enough apparently because, you know, blood is life, right? And nothing can wash away the sins of the world except a perfect man who lives without sin, who has life in his blood running through his veins. And that only man that could do that was Jesus Christ. He was the only one, and he knew this. He had the power to stop all that was happening to him and around him. He had the power. But he had to let this happen because he knew it had to come to pass in order for the scriptures to be fulfilled. And so that all men and women around the world, no matter what your belief was, no matter what your relation to God was, no matter what your, you know, religion, no matter what your religion was, right? It didn't matter. He died for everyone. Didn't matter what your politics were. Didn't matter what your economic status was. It didn't matter if you were healthy or decrepitly ill. He died for us all so that we may live. He gave his life up so that we may live, which is why it's so important each and every day to ask Christ to be in your heart and invite him on a daily basis. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful gift that you have given us in your Son and for his selfless, 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 but painful suffering that he went through for us. Dying on that cross for us. Spilling his blood for us. Dealing with the torment and the agony and the abuses at the hands of man. And for what? Because he did your work? Thank you for what he has given us, what you have given us. And I pray that more people see and hear the relevance of what this day truly is about and that they invite Christ in their hearts each and every single day so that they may be bridged to you, God, and have everlasting life in your kingdom. I pray all this on this wonderful resurrection day. Amen. In Jesus' in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Thank you. I hope you all have a wonderful day with family. Don't eat too much. And remember, don't forget what this day is about. It's not about desserts, hams, or looking for Easter eggs and baskets and watching kids have fun. I mean, yeah, it's all kind of fun to do, but don't forget the real reason why we are gathering today. All right. That's it. Have a blessed day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.